Hello, everyone. You've just tuned in to the NetSuite podcast, and I'm your host, Kendall Fisher, hoping you are all gearing up for a great holiday season. On this episode, we're joined by Rebecca Van Housen. She's our senior sales consulting manager and our resident QuickBooks expert, as we've dubbed her, who will be diving into some of the biggest challenges businesses face on QuickBooks and how NetSuite addresses those challenges. She'll discuss everything from the lack of reporting capabilities in QuickBooks to obstacles in growing internationally or managing multiple subsidiaries. Van Housen also discusses QuickBooks missing CRM, HR, payroll, and supply chain management tools, and how all of that leads to disparate duct tape systems that result in more manual processes and inefficiencies. She even addresses the fears of moving off QuickBooks and onto NetSuite, having done so herself. Needless to say, you won't want to miss this episode coming up next. You're listening to the NetSuite podcast, where we discuss what's happening within NetSuite, why we're doing it, and where we're heading in the future. We'll dive into the details about the software and the people at NetSuite who are behind all the moving parts. We'll also feature customer growth stories, discussing the ups and downs of running a company and how one integrated system can help your business continue to scale. Hi, Rebecca. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Kendall. So today we are diving into a discussion around QuickBooks. But before we get into all of that, can you help our audience understand your background a little bit and why that's sort of set you up to be our quote unquote in-house expert on this topic? Um, sure. Uh, despite the fact that I'm old, I have 22 years of accounting experience I spent the first 10 years in public accounting, working with small businesses, doing taxes, tax planning, helping clients with their QuickBooks instances. And last 12 years I spent in the software industry where I was a controller and CFO using QuickBooks Enterprise for nine and a half years um, until we went through an acquisition and we were really tasked um, tasked to scale for that second exit strategy. So we purchased NetSuite to help us do that. And that's where my love of NetSuite started. And I've been here for five years now. Your love of NetSuite, even after all that time working with QuickBooks, huh? It, it Yes, it's true. It <laughs> happened. <laughs> um, well, I would say that does, in fact, make you an expert. So let's just dive right in. For starters, what are some of the biggest reasons businesses typically start out running on QuickBooks? What are the benefits? I think we see, you know, most companies start out with QuickBooks because it's it's quick to get started and it's inexpensive. But as those businesses continue to grow, you know, it might be quick and, and easy and relatively cheap to get started. But as those businesses continue to grow, what are the top challenges they then face running on QuickBooks? Um, I think the number one challenge is reporting. Companies really need flexible reporting to make proactive business decisions Um, from a multi-subsidiary or multiple location standpoint and um, international growth. Those are, that's another reason. Um, A CRM tool or customer relationship management that's integrated into their accounting system. Integrated HR and payroll solutions uh, is another reason. Uh, Supply chain management you know, inventory, demand planning, order management. And finally, you know, just at the end of the day, you're to get tired of having desperate systems. 
Okay. That is a lot to unpack there. So I'm going to go ahead and roll it back to the very first point you made, which is that businesses struggle on QuickBooks when it comes to reporting. What issues does QuickBooks present there? So QuickBooks reporting isn't flexible and not um, easy to customize. And they really only have one segment for class for specific reporting. And how does this impact a business? So um, we find that a lot of companies spend a lot of time in Excel. They have to download their reports in order to make changes and do the customization they need. And with only one class segment, they're not able to analyze their business in multiple ways. So... I'm I kind of can, there's a couple issues in there then. First of all, a lot of manual processes, bandaging systems together to get some of that reporting. And then second, the inability to make real-time decisions, right? If you, if you can't analyze your, yes. your, your, your what, what's going on with your business in, in different ways. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you need the ability to customize because businesses change so rapidly. And when, you know, in the state of COVID, they need to make different decisions today than they made yesterday. So they need to be able to have a flexible system with multiple segments so they can slice and dice their data. And, you know, you can save them, you know, you can customize reports and save them. So you're not having to reinvent the wheel each month in Excel. Yeah. I've heard from multiple customers on this podcast, actually, who have said if, if they were still running on QuickBooks during COVID, they, they just don't know how they would have, would have done anything, how they would have been able to pivot the way that they did or make the decisions that they did. So I've, I've heard it. If I have, if I've heard it once, I've heard it several times. Um, So then that brings me, how does NetSuite address these reporting challenges? So we do have multiple segments. And so you can, um, as well as custom segments. So when you do need to analyze your business in a new way, even somebody without, um, you know, like myself, somebody like myself who doesn't have an IT background, but an accounting background can create a custom field, put that onto a report and see, you know, that business impact in a whole new light. Um, And then save that report so you're not having to do it over and over again. And then with some of the other things that you had mentioned, you know, earlier, which is the the flexibility, the the not having to do all of those manual um, tasks and bandaging with spreadsheets and so on and so forth. And then finally, that idea of real-time reporting is that all, Mm -hmm. all of those are addressed with NetSuite. Yeah, real-time reporting, real-time dashboard visibility. Yeah, the the dashboards themselves with Sweet Success that are already pre-configured with pretty much everything a typical um, controller or CFO would be interested in seeing is, is right there when you open your instance of NetSuite. You don't have to run reports to get that visibility. You've got dashboards as well as the ability to customize the the views on your dashboards as well as reporting. It's, um, it's a really flexible tool. I also want to go to another point you made, which was multi-subsidiary and international growth um, and the challenges that come with that when a business is running on QuickBooks. So if, if a business did want to scale internationally or you know acquire additional businesses or what have you, what challenges would they face then on QuickBooks? 
So QuickBooks isn't designed for multiple entities or multiple locations. So you have to have separate instances for everything, um, which, you know, leads to uh, manual consolidation and, and not a full holistic look at your business when you have multiple subsidiaries or locations. Um, it doesn't have multiple currency and it doesn't have the ability to, to report in multiple formats. So for that international growth, when you need to, you know, report in GAAP, IFRS, or, you know, do statutory reporting. And, and I mean, if COVID had not happened, there was a lot going on this year in changes when it came to kind of reporting and, and, and meeting regulations, right? Yeah, there's lots of new regulations from um, lease accounting, revenue recognition, so many different uh, reporting standards. And just because they were postponed this year doesn't mean that they're not still coming. So uh, this is something that businesses who are, are running on QuickBooks need to start thinking about if they haven't, hopefully they have, but if they haven't already. Yes, for sure. And on NetSuite, um, how do we address some of those challenges, especially when it comes to kind of meeting meeting those regulations? So, um, you know, NetSuite has um, the ability to report um, multiple entities on one platform, you know, in uh, multiple reporting formats. Um, we have integrated currency uh, and translation, automatic translation, um, intercompany transactions, really to support, you know, growing businesses um, in one platform that they can see everything all encompassing their business um, in one system. So that kind of, I kind of want to go back then to what you said about QuickBooks. So if you're, if you have multiple entities or multiple subsidiaries, and does that mean you have different literally you have to have different QuickBooks um, systems running and they don't necessarily speak to each other. So you're having to roll that out into an, uh, you know, kind of a dip, a separate spreadsheet. Yes. So how does that work? Yeah. So it's, it's a lot, it's a really manual and time consuming process for a lot of businesses because you need to have visibility for each separate entity or separate location. Um, and the only way to do that in QuickBooks is to have, separate instances, you know, separate setups in QuickBooks. But in NetSuite, you have one instance of NetSuite, so you can automatically see across all of those um, subsidiaries and locations in one place as opposed to um, going into one in another instance of QuickBooks, another instance of QuickBooks, but then, you know, the consolidation happens in Excel where right. you see everything together. Right. A lot of manual labor that goes into that. Um, in terms of NetSuite and meeting some of those standards like GAAP, IFRS, any of the lease accounting standards that have changed and so on and so forth, how does, how does NetSuite stay up, stay up to date with all of those changes and ensure that, that our customers are doing the same? So we have dedicated in-house teams that work specifically on accounting standards. So that you can be assured that NetSuite, when, when there is a new standard, like when um, ASC 606 came out, we gave you the ability to transition from ASC 605 to ASC 606 um, because we have those in-house experts to help us and they build that in NetSuite. So we stay on top of changing regulations um, 
as they're rolling out. Got it. All right, switching gears. Um, customer relationship management or CRM, as you mentioned before, does QuickBooks have a native CRM tool? No, um, they don't. So their customer record is just very simple and it doesn't provide a lot of value outside of, you know, the basics of the customer name, the address and billing information. Okay. That's an issue because I mean, as we've said, and, uh, and as most businesses, if not all businesses, businesses would say is your customer is your most valuable asset. Is it not? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> uh, so what sort of roadblocks does this present in, tor- in terms of, you know, customer relationship management and, and acquisition, retaining um, customers, as well as, you know, that sort of visibility across the, the kind of customer uh, life cycle? So, you know, because it doesn't allow for this customer visibility, companies are either having to manage it and um, in Excel, which, you know, is, is difficult and again, time consuming, or they have to buy a separate CRM tool. And most of those uh, don't integrate to QuickBooks. Mm, meaning, you know, the people who are managing your customers, be it support or even marketing, some of the sales that they may not be working off of the same information. Exactly. Yeah, you want a you want a all encompassing system so that you know you keep track of pricing. You have you know controls you know in place around what salespeople are selling and the pricing around those. And you know if there's customer specific pricing um, right. that you know you you can manage those things. Well, and then even on like the marketing side, right? Like if we're sending emails, like those emails should be catered to that specific customer's interests, needs, wants, desires, shopping, you know, history, whatever it may be, right? Right. Yeah. And and, um, usually that's an add-on to a lot of CRM systems, but NetSuite has the ability to send out email marketing campaigns and and has um, robust marketing functionality as well. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to me about some of NetSuite's CRM capabilities overall. Sure. So, so NetSuite's, you know, CRM is really provides that complete cradle to grade customer life cycle. So, you know, as you're nurturing those leads, as you're marketing to those, those leads, as they, you know, as you're getting, you need return on your investment for your marketing efforts. Um, all of that rolls seamlessly into customers and, and you know, opportunities for sales teams to, to manage pipeline and growth um, and have that visibility. And then all the way through, if you have, if you need support for your customers, um, NetSuite has a built-in customer support management solution as well. So it's really cradle to grave. There's enough uncertainty to go around right now. NetSuite reduces it by giving you visibility and control. With so many critical decisions to make, you need the right numbers and you need them right now. NetSuite by Oracle is the world's number one cloud business system. With NetSuite, we give you financials, cash flow, payroll, inventory, and more all in one place so you have clear visibility and total control of your business. NetSuite customers have the flexibility to work from anywhere with immediate clarity on critical information right at their fingertips. No more guessing, no more waiting. Make smarter decisions with confidence because you've got crystal clear visibility into your numbers. Join over 20,000 companies who trust NetSuite to stay in control. 
Receive your free guide, Managing Business Uncertainty, and schedule your free product tour right now at netsuite.com slash USA. Don't wait. Get your free guide, Managing Business Uncertainty, and schedule your free product tour at netsuite.com slash USA. netsuite.com slash USA. And again, all of this ties back into the overall suite, which means everybody is getting the same information, um, mm-hmm. but also that that information then can be used for different areas of the business, whether yes. it be marketing, accounting, customer support, what have you. Right. Yep. Once again, um, switching into kind of, this is what we'd get with an overview kind of um, episode like this, where we just have to get into all of it. Um, but I know we we have a series coming up actually where we're going to dive into the nitty gritty um, kind of themes and topics of each of these areas. But for now, let's move into HR and payroll. Can you dive into that a bit more? You mentioned that that was one of the challenges businesses faced when running on QuickBooks. What, it, what does that mean? So while QuickBooks has a native payroll offering, um, it has multiple and it really lacks, I think, you know, when I used it for all of those years, um, it really lacks the visibility for identifying errors prior to the payroll run. Mm. Um, And they don't have an HR solution. So that's a separate solution altogether again. So again different systems bandaging together, don't speak to each other, lots of manual processes. But for me, what stands out is errors prior to payroll run, meaning employees could get incorrect checks. Yes. Yes. And, and nobody, you know, nothing's worse than, you know, paying your employees incorrectly. So, (laughs) you know, it's never, never a good day when that happens. I could imagine. I could imagine. Um, now does NetSuite have a native HR, HR and payroll solution and, and how does that create the efficiency that, that businesses would lack running on QuickBooks and doing this? Um, sure. So, so NetSuite ha- does have a full service payroll offering. So um, you don't have to worry about payroll compliance. It provides um, a complete variance analysis from period to period. So you can easily identify those errors before they happen. So for example, if you have an employee that um, got paid, um, you know, 50 hours this week versus 40 hours last week, it's going to come up with a variance analysis to provide you so you can look at that and determine if that's correct before it happens. And there's effective dating. So some of the challenges around open enrollment or salary changes is you typically with QuickBooks, you have sticky notes sitting all over your monitor to remind you to make those salary changes Um, effective dating allows you to set it for that future date when you know it's occurring and again saves from those errors and with the HR solution also encompassing it it does so many things but a couple of specific things are you know flexible time off management onboarding checklists organization charts um, which usually sometimes is as another system and the list is long so I can't do it all today (laughs) <laughs> no, definitely. And, and again, we'll dive into some of the nitty gritty on this in our in our series that I'll note at the end of our episode here. But um, one of my favorite NetSuite HR solutions is our Suite People Performance Management, which I, which I just think is so cool that that we're able to tie, you know, goals and actual 
performance progress to the overall, to, to our, the overall suite, which I think is just so, I mean, all the times that we've, I mean, think about it, Rebecca, like all the times we've done performance reviews, not, not here, but in, in, in the past. And it's like, you're, you're retroactively going back and looking like, so d- when did I do this? And when did this happen? And when did I meet this goal? And when did I do, you know, like it's so cumbersome and time consuming. It is. And and now, you know, with, with that in your suite, it's visible to everyone across the company as well, which, you know, with role-based permissions, um, you can see all of that. So um, instead of somebody having to run down to the HR office and ask questions, they can, they can see it in the system. Yeah. All on their own. Yep. Um, moving into the supply chain, which whenever I say that, it's always like, Done, done, done. Um, but <laughs> how, how does how does QuickBooks lack visibility into the, the supply chain? I know that's such a a big topic to kind of un, unravel here. But if you could kind of give the biggest concerns when it comes to supply chain management, uh, sure. So QuickBooks doesn't even have um, its own native inventory management, so it doesn't have demand planning or order management at all. And you know you have to again, leverage a partner and it, it, it requires you to add um, not only additional costs, but additional integrations to their, the, what they call a tech stack. Yeah. Again, as we've been talking about, it's just kind of bandaging duct taping together, right? Right. Exactly. That's where we got this phrase, um, the hairball from, I hate to, I hate to put that picture in our listeners' heads right now, but that, but that's where we get that kind of hairball idea from. Um, so again, where, where does NetSuite kind of come in and provide a solution here? Where does NetSuite provide visibility that QuickBooks does not when it comes to supply chain, inventory, demand planning, order management, and so on? Sure. So, so NetSuite has inventory in its core and it provides visibility for safety stock and reorder points. So you don't have stock outages or, you know, um, upset customers when things run out. So full visibility from sales um, to the inventory management role, uh, demand planning. So helping you figure out historical trends so you can make, so it can help make suggestions for ordering um, so that you don't have expensive inventory on hand. You know, you, you try to manage it as much on time um, a, as possible, as well as the ability to drop ship um, inventory. And the order management system really helps optimize that whole order fulfillment by minimizing shipping costs from the nearest location to the customer that's buying it. And it allows for, you know, at COVID days, you know, in-store pickup as well as ship from store so that customers really have um, a positive customer experience. Yeah. I mean, I, that's the first thing that came into my head right now when you were saying all of, you know, everything that QuickBooks really can't, can't manage is I just thought, how are you doing this amid COVID times? I mean, that with everything changing and with things changing along your supply chain, with suppliers not being able to fulfill, you know, your orders or mm-hmm. you not being able to ship or like you said, I mean, not even just curbside pickup anymore. It's like curbside returns. Yeah. So many, so many different <laughs> things happening um, during this time. So I, I just sounds like a lot if you don't have the proper tools and processes in place. 
Um, now, as you've explained, and as we've talked about throughout this entire conversation, um, and kind of all of these challenges, what, what I, what I've been hearing is it's really just packing kind of, you know, like you said, tech stacking, packing different systems upon different systems and, and kind of duct duct taping and bandaging them all together. But, you know, jokes aside, hairball jokes aside, what issues does this cause a business? Like how does this impact an overall business's performance, success, growth, scalability? Um, well, so when you have all these separate systems like CRM and HR and inventory demand planning, order management, it really leaves data in silos. And when you have silo data, it's hard to make, um, you know, real time proactive decisions, um, as one and, you know, duplicate entry. If you, if you're, you're managing it in one place, you're entering it into QuickBooks, as, as a high-level journal entry. So that causes additional reconciliation. Really the lack of visibility um, from front to back office um, without real time just, just keeps you from making those proactive decisions that, that you need in order to be agile, especially in times like today. So I, I bring this back to my, my final question like this, which is how does NetSuite then solve that issue? So NetSuite has a unified platform and a unified suite of um, offerings. And so you don't have silos of data and summarized data coming in. You have details to look at that could be drilled down from the system, linked orders, um, everything you need from the front to the back office for what your business needs in one place. So from employees to your customers to supporting your customers, um, a full picture of your business to make informed decisions. Now, I'm not too biased not to ask. I mean, obviously, as we talked about at the very beginning of this episode, which is QuickBooks is is quick to deploy. It's it's you know relatively easy to deploy and it's cheap. But what so then? What are the fears associated with? moving from QuickBooks onto NetSuite that, you know, businesses might typically kind of hold back on, um, even though they feel like they're <laughs> breaking under, under all of the duct tape. Right. I think the most common fear that I've heard over the last five years is losing visibility into historical data and how much time and effort it will take um, a business to get up and running on NetSuite. And Rebecca, how would you address those fears having gone through that transition, moving off QuickBooks and on to NetSuite? Um, I can honestly say that it, it is easier than I thought it would be. Our implementation teams, they do this every single day. And the way that we make this really easy is that we provide templates so that you can populate and import all, all and any information that you need, either at a detailed level or a summarized level. So you, you can get all of your historical perspectives in, which again, will help you make those better business decisions. And any other final thoughts you'd share in terms of, you know, QuickBooks and, and, and the, the kind of challenges that it brings upon businesses and how NetSuite is able to solve those challenges. Any other things you'd like to tell, you know, first-time listeners or prospects or anybody running on QuickBooks right now and frustrated? (laughs) Sure. 
So, you know, while QuickBooks is, is easy and cheap to get started with your business, um, it comes to a point where it inhibits your growth. So if you're, if you're continuing to grow and you need a system that's going to scale with you, that's NetSuite provides the holistic picture of your business um, and really can help you take that to the next level, whether you're looking for bank funding or VC funding or, you know, just need to make better decisions, NetSuite's that uh, solution for you. And the sweet success approach that we have, which I alluded to a little bit earlier, where it's out of the box with dashboards and reporting and visibility that that you're going to need and want day one, um, it's really easy to leverage these leading practices in NetSuite that we've garnered from, you know, implementing over 20,000 customers across a variety of industries. So you can get that expertise and start having better visibility into your business. And it's not as intimidating that way, right? I mean, if, if we're coming at this with, with an approach that allows businesses to get up quick and easy, and that's also catered to their specific needs based upon, you know, all 20,000 plus customers that we've worked with before in all of these industries, that's, that should kind of help eliminate some of that fear that you mentioned earlier. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, if you think about QuickBooks, you have to do it all yourself. At yeah. NetSuite, at least you have somebody that's guiding you so that you know that what you're putting in and the way you're putting it in is, is efficient and you're going to get the output that you're looking for. Yeah. Well, Rebecca, this is great. Great conversation. Thank you for giving us this kind of overview. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the NetSuite podcast. And I am sure without a doubt, you will be back on again to dive into more. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you so much to Rebecca Van Housen for providing all of that great insight. And don't forget to tune into our new video series on Facebook as we dive much deeper into all of the ways QuickBooks may be slowing you down. I also want to shout out to our editing crew over at Lampstand and all of you, as always, for tuning in. There's much more where that came from, so make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Talk with you next time. You just listened to the NetSuite podcast. Be sure to tune in every week with more NetSuite developments, stories, and insights into the benefits of one integrated system to help you run your business.